0: Da, 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 that's what da, i, da, da, I, I just, da, just wanted to sing da, the score because the score da, 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 is so da, sick da, da, da,
1: da, da, da. <laughs> adam do your yeah. remix your remix for the new one for the 2016
2: or 2017 one oh yeah uh nara and i were talking uh, off mic about how the score for the new one because denzel washington's in it so it probably goes <laughs> den 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 Denzel den 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 den
3: you win Adam, the internet for today. We? Yeah, what <laughs> howdy, are
2: we? y'all. Oh, wow. Everyone want to throw down a howdy? Oh, there's a cat. howdy. Howdy. Um. No, stop Ooh, it. Whoa. Sorry. Who? Who stop it? I think oh, she was talking to <laughs> I'm not
4: trying to walk on my keyboard. I'm sorry. He's like really hasn't seen me yet today and is like giving me all the lovey. Is
0: that is that why it says meow in the chat?
4: Yeah, sorry. He's such a,
2: like, chatterbox. Little keyboard Ooh, cat. Oh, oh, wow. You think keyboard what? cat just writes meow, or can keyboard cat write, like, full sentences? Keyboard I, cat plays so a keyboard piano. Cat a play the piano. It's a piano?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Keyboard cat makes a lot of music. I don't know oh. if the cat can type, but...
1: Maybe he's, like, multi-talented.
3: Hopefully.
4: Also, guys, those aren't his real hands. Keyboard cat. Just <laughs> come on. <laughs>
3: what are you talking about?
2: Adam, what are we? I, well, first, before I say what we are, I wanted to say how the cat remix of this uh, theme song goes. Oh cat, 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 cat,
3: cat, cat, Wouldn't cat, cat, cat. you be meow cat, meow meow cat, meow?
2: Cat, meow. Cat. I thought you were gonna go with <laughs> the meow rap. <rapper. laughs> cat, 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 cat. Okay, um, I'm done with that bit. My might cat come back loves later it.
3: He's right here jamming out.
2: Thank you. Joe or go?
3: Joe. Joe. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, we are a podcast, a podcat, if you will. Huh? <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Called Is It Whack? We're a movie podcast where we talk about movies and debate their whackness. Whack not meaning good or bad, but um, kind of whatever it means to us, honestly. It doesn't really have a defining term. We're in the no. midst of a mini series called the Whack Pack, where we're looking at movies in which a team is assembled. We're going to pick one person from each of these movies and assemble our own team, our own Whack Pack. And then we're going to write some fan fiction and they're going to do something. I'm just throwing that down uh, on the yeah. pod. I'm just throwing that down on the pod. We're going to do it. We're going to All do right. it. Is
1: everybody going to write the fan fiction for their own character that they chose?
2: One sentence
3: at a It has time. to be cohesive. <laughs> Madness. Weren't we going to hire someone to write fan fiction for us? Yeah, we not, talked about doing discuss that. This? Yes. If you
1: want to write this fan fiction,
4: write, let us know. Please. With what money? they are we're not hiring any of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I
1: I'll give you this hat.
0: True. Oh.
2: We'll Hello, give you Struggling
0: something. freelancer, would you like to watch 5 movies and then write a story about them for a hat?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where are you going? <laughs> Uh, today we're talking about a movie called The Magnificent, The Magnificent, The Magnificent (laughs) Seven. Seven Ambersons. (laughs) Oh, we should talk about that movie. I've never seen it. Is it good? Which one? I don't know. I've never seen it. Is that Orson Welles movie? (laughs)
1: Hell
0: yeah. Yeah. No, we're talking about The Magnificent Seven, but the one from 1960. Seb. Not the one from 2016.
3: Seb, oh, shit, I watched 16. The Ridiculous 6. <laughs> oh Yeah, sorry, you suggested this, and I was also thinking of the Adam Sandler movie. Um, I thought that's what you wanted us to watch. The ridiculous... it's, a, it's
0: a popular naming convention, Uh-oh. The Adjective Noun. But also, I think all of those names are kind of parodies of the
3: movies. Yeah, and so. right?
1: Yeah, definitely. They must be.
2: The Adjective Noun.
1: Huh. I
4: thought that we sounds like a good doing... movie Well I thought it's more like the adjective number
1: Right?
0: Yeah But it sounded smart when I said it Initially before you thought about it
3: Don't think about anything we say on here guys <laughs> Listeners
4: Don't worry I already don't
3: <laughs> Listen <laughs> once And believe Seb what was your first experience with this? Oh I can't even
0: remember I feel like uh, my dad would show me a lot of old movies and not a ton of them would click, but this was one. And I think this is maybe not anyone else's experience, uh, watching this movie, but I was like, this is the one, like, now I get it. Now I like old movies. Um, cause I thought it was super cool and I've seen it a ton of times, uh, in my life. Uh, I shown it to lots of people on Letterboxd. The movie logging site. It is one of my four favorite films displayed mm. on my page. Wow. What else is there? What else is up there? You display
2: this proudly?
0: Uh, Creed is up there. Yes, I oh, do. Oh, hell yeah, that's um, on mine too. Mars Attacks. Uh,
2: what is?
4: Oh, I don't know. I guess Mars Attacks.
0: Mars Attacks. Was one one of my favorite movies. Oh, you time. don't want to talk about it.
2: Mars Attacks right now. Seven and I got into a contentious fight about it. We got into a weirdly heated argument about it. You guys
3: Mars fought attacks. about it. So I Mars wasn't attacks. heated at all. I was
2: not heated. I want to say that. I was so not was heated. heated. I was, okay, I was it
0: having a bad like day, heated. and I saw Adam give uh, what I thought was an unfairly harsh review of Mars Attacks <laughs> on Letterboxd. I got in the comments, and I was really aggressive.
1: I only care about Letterboxd discourse. I don't care about any social media platform besides Letterboxd. It has oh, was beat. it
4: trend? Was hashtag Adam is over party trending on Letterbox?
2: <laughs> I yes. still gave it a three and a half stars. Like I like Mars Attacks.
3: <laughs> oh, and you wrote like a lot for this. Oh my gosh! Sorry, I'm reading this drama. You guys, wait, actually- me or Adam? <laughs> no, Adam wrote like a full ass review for this, and then there's a lot of discussion in the comments.
0: <laughs> and then we had like a- we saw each other for like the. One of the first times we've seen each other in, like, months, like, in real life, and we spent a lot of that time talking about Mars Attacks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: regret a Hell second. Yeah. The Time well spent. Uh,
0: also, for the record, Poco Russo is on there, the and my favorite movie, Out of Sight.
1: Oh, Pocorosso is oh, such duh. a good film. Those are your favorites.
0: That's my favorite Ghibli. I
1: think. It's underrated. People say it's bad, but they're all wrong.
3: It's great. Great soundtrack, but, too.
1: Yes. Ah.
0: But we're not talking. Porco Wait, does the sound? Does Sabine. the
2: soundtrack of that go? Poor, 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 Too fast.
4: <laughs> Fun fact: When I watched this movie with Seb, um, magnificent <laughs> Devin, he made me pause the opening credits when I went to like get water or something because he didn't want me to miss the song. There was the nothing song is happening.
3: The it It's a great song.
4: Credits. We all yeah, remember but I could the hear song. it from the other room.
3: <laughs> but also, like the the. Title cards and everything, they looked really pretty. I liked the red. It was like, God, ah, yeah. watching a movie. And it, it showed very... me the credits at the start. It's yeah, old. they used to
0: do that. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was very that. Paris, Texas color scheme of them the red and the blue.
0: Yes. If I was a smarter person, I would agree, but I have not seen Paris.
2: Texas. But this came out long oh before Paris, Texas.
1: Oh my God.
0: Uh...
2: Yeah, that score is amazing, though. That's my favorite part of the movie.
4: Of
1: Paris, Texas?
2: No, no, (laughs) this—the Magnificent Seven Seven? score. It's like my favorite score ever.
1: Yeah, I love when they played the Magnificent Seven by the Clash in it. (laughs) My (laughs) (laughs) my grandma has the music from Paris Texas on
4: vinyl. I discovered two days ago. So, life is a full circle because I watched the Magnificent Seven at my grandma's house.
3: Wow,
0: I think we're actually—even though we're going off the rails—we're raising some points here because I think this movie has echoed into pop culture in a way even if it's not the most famous movie um and could i do a very quick context corner
3: yes
2: of course
0: this will 100 percent come up anyway but this movie is a remake of the seven samurai the classic japanese film by akira kurosawa and akira kurosawa is also an artist whose work uh, echoes and influences all kinds of things. He made this movie, The Hidden Fortress, which was the in, uh, big inspiration for the original Star Wars movie. Uh, Yo Jimbo was remade as Fistful of Dollars, and this one was remade as Magnificent Seven, which you might notice a Bug's Life is kind of a remake of this movie, too. Um,
3: I saw a video on YouTube about that from <laughs> Brad sword or someone. So you like telling it to...
2: me that American creators are just a bunch of hacks that uh, take the works of Kurosawa and make them worse?
1: Yeah. <laughs> they make them about bugs and cowboys. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes that's what I'm
0: saying. Um, but I'm saying cool. it's kind of an arch-mythic story that you know uh, is interpreted by different cultures and different times in different ways. Uh, none of them are as good as Seven Samurai, but uh, I think they're interesting.
2: Yeah, it is, it is yeah. interesting, to to basically like filter this story through an American lens and see what comes from that. I think it's far worse, but it's an interesting exercise. Where is Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> Hannah just walked away. <laughs> Bye. Sorry,
4: I didn't take my Adderall today, and I was like, should I do my makeup while I record? This?
0: Wow. I shouldn't.
4: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hannah has a lot to say about this movie. I don't. I really know. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but it's. I'm sorry. My uh, attention span. I apologize. That was rude of me. That's all um, right. I'm. But I was listening the whole time. Hell yeah! I love um, technology.
2: I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I say something about Seven Samurai real quick? Yeah. Yes. Because I think it will inform the way that I think about this movie, unfortunately, a little bit. But uh, I just rewatched it the other day, actually, um, by chance. Well, like a couple weeks ago. And uh, I, I don't know if this is the popular read on it, because I kind of zonked out when we learned it in film class. Um, <laughs> Wait, I you learned really...
1: that in... at ESA or somewhere else?
2: Yeah, at ESA. Just yeah, yeah,
0: we didn't get that.
2: Oh, really? I didn't get that. Yeah, we watched Seven Samurai, but I don't really remember anything that we talked about TBH. I mean, I was also in high school. I was in grade 12. Come on. I'm not paying attention to school. That's true.
4: Adam's trying to tell us inadvertently that he was really cool and didn't give a shit.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, I liked the movie when we watched it, but I don't think anything really stuck with me uh, from our class discussion. But when I watched it again, I thought, like, these samurai are really shitty guys. Like, uh they kind of remind me of cops. Like they think that they're this kind of like stabilizing law enforcement who comes in and like tries to save the people of the town, but they just end up like inciting more harm and destruction. And like the citizens are all really terrified of them. And that was like the really fascinating thing about Seven Samurai for me was that like, I I I don't I don't think you're really supposed to like the samurai at all. I think that they're actually pretty bad people, but this movie... well we'll get into it
3: well let's start getting into it. what did you feel about the the samurais but the cowboys i guess in this one
2: i don't know i feel like it glorifies the quote-unquote samurai far more they do some lip service to the fact that like the town doesn't really like them i I feel like i'm getting like really ahead of the conversation (laughs) of this film like so much
0: to say about this
2: okay okay I I, 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 I I yeah i feel like i'm far way too ahead okay. i want to hear Can what all of, of you context think context in broad strokes two? first before i get really deep in yeah hannah what's um, your context
4: after i watched this movie with seb we watched the devil wears prada and he probably felt about that the way i felt about this movie <laughs> and that's disappointing <laughs> <say I'm> done.
0: <laughs> we did not like each other's comfort movies is the uh... Oh
4: Oh my god, Devil Wears is not a comfort movie. It's beloved. It's a cultural, (laughs) like, touchstone.
3: Does it not bring you comfort?
4: Yeah, it does,
3: (laughs) but I just mean it's like,
4: it's not like, oh, this movie's dumb, I love it. It's a... But anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. I'm sorry.
0: Okay, very quickly. (laughs) It's a tale as old as time. There's a uh, village of farmers in mexico and they are being uh terrorized by a group of bandits who come in and take most of their food um and the farmers decide to uh hire a group of warriors seven uh cowboys in this case uh to defend the town uh from the bandits and that is basically the entire story
1: Can I ask you can't you a question? say
4: yes how does one qualify as a cowboy? Like, how do you be, like, I just, I'm genuinely curious, like, what makes
1: someone a cowboy? You
0: have a real other cow- than a hat.
1: Answer? Cow- cowboys originally were, like, <laughs> cattle drivers, so they were hired by, like, especially, like, at the Mexico-Texas like um, Texas border, they were originally hired there to protect the, like, um, U.S. cattle and the U.S. resources. Um, And they were like freelancers. And then a lot of cowboys were actually um, like later on, like freed slaves and like indigenous peoples to those areas because they knew the land better. Um, And it was like work that like black people could get um, because nobody who was privileged wanted to do it because it was like annoying, like grueling work.
4: Okay, so then, how are any of these men cowboys beyond? They are not
0: literally, literally
2: cowboys. The, they're rangers. But that's, be, that's because they are like movie the, cowboys. Yeah, that's become like the the movie idea of cowboys, which seems counter to what the actual cowboy is. Well, in movies, it's these quote unquote heroic white men who come in and um, are shoot bad people. people. <laughs> well, yeah, shoot technically... people. Usually, indigenous people uh, who are completely dehumanized.
0: Which which westerns have you seen? That yeah, that's the case. That's I know. I impress- know a lot of them are that's the just case. This is my
2: impression of the westerns. To be honest, I've barely seen any westerns in my life because I've always had the association that they're very racist. But I honestly have not Wayne seen ones. like any and westerns. And this movie so, meets those expectations. I don't have any like,
1: but also, like this film gets like the, their cowboys are like technically like in line with like what a cowboy is because they're like maybe not the idea of like a gun for hire, but they are like freelance like extra work in the play. but
4: then a lot of them are just like yeah i guess that's true they're like drifters are cowboys supposed to be drifters no kind of
3: i don't i i think cowboys look at us trying to figure out what cowboys do (laughs) (laughs) yeah
4: if only one of us did research ever but they do like work
3: work on a ranch like when i was doing research i wrote an article about red dead redemption 2 i was diving into cowboy history but they do like they do a lot of like miscellaneous tasks and are like freelancers as nara said yeah what oh you're sorry i just
1: remembered where the like modern myth of like what a cowboy is came from it came from wild bill hick hickox hill hillcock um his western show which was basically a um like it was like a circus but like carnival kind of thing but for like western reenactments so they had hired like gunmen to play out cowboys in that sort of like um cowboy versus indigenous narrative originated out of that like like traveling Mm, show mm. that was an attraction and the reason why it became so universal that narrative um of the like cowboy as like this um sort of like gun for hire um very like nationalistic sort of like symbol of like american pride defending the land from like um indigenous people is because that show um, was the only represent or like the first representation of frontier culture that traveled to um, England and was hired by the queen to be shown in for audiences in England.
3: Whoa. The queen <laughs> hired that?
1: Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> that's how, canceled. so I don't know. That I haven't seen very many Westerns.
2: What the queen would do.
4: Yeah, I, I haven't the seen her
1: yeah. pretty not good. Yeah, so it was, like, all, like, sharpshooting, <laughs> like, doing that thing where you, like, stand on the back of the horse and, like, shoot targets and stuff like that. Whoa. So it was a lot of that sort of, like, um like, the more sort of, like, gun tricks and stuff, I think, came out of that, like, carnival sh- type of show. Hmm.
0: Funky, did you have more about Red Dead Redemption?
3: You want to say? Oh, oh no, other than they j- just, like, uh vigilantes guys or well not even vigilantes because i guess they don't really have a set of morals or whatever but just just hired people what you guys are
0: saying this this is my cowboy thing uh i've never watched one where the native americans are the villains except the searchers which is about a movie about how racist john wayne is um i'm not saying about a ballad of Buster
2: scruggs out like two years ago that
3: one was that's true true. i don't even know how they messed that up like it was a yeah i've never seen
0: an old one yeah it's it's bizarre um that that's the example but i and and they do exist and i don't know if it's better to have like the whitewashed movie cowboy where they're always fighting for good uh and whatever but i think my understanding is that the movie cowboy is largely a myth um as nara already kind of outlined um And I always think of cowboy movies as fantasy, pretty much, Um, which is also the mental gymnastics I do for cop movies, which is like, um, maybe also not good, because it's like, it also like props up the myth and makes people think that that's how it really was. Um, It
4: makes sense, because it would be like, they're kind of the outline for the superhero movies you like too. like, it's the same conflict, which mm is, I want to fight for people, but am I doing the right thing in the way that I'm doing it?
0: beautiful right yeah, yeah that's all my favorite movies
4: <laughs> i know I'm, i've been your friend for a decade now i'm very aware um, which is why i don't get why you like don't like the devil wears prada that's basically like. A... <laughs> but
2: she's not fighting for good she's fighting
4: i'm joking oh my god it's a joke
2: that fantasy and glorification is just what's always kept me away from westerns i admit i've seen like five westerns in my life so any like criticism i have is based only on like cultural perception that i have of what these movies are actually like so it's probably unfair for me to really say but yeah in my mind the american western cowboy was always a symbol of like white supremacy
0: yeah i think there's a deliberate attempt in this movie and all the westerns that i like to uh move away from that uh, other than some Westerns that are more serious kind of art films that try and, like, deconstruct that on purpose. Like, some of the Sam Peckinpah movies, like Wild Bunch or whatever, that are more serious and the violence is uh, more disturbing. But this movie, for example, uh, is racist, I think, in a white, liberal way. Uh, yeah. But not in a, in a, like, a fascist way.
3: I thought it was going to be <laughs> more like a white savior kind of movie. Um when it when it leaned a little bit too into these characters saving like a whole village but i don't know i like the scene where i guess you're introduced to the two main uh people of the seven i don't i don't i don't know their names at all the bald girl. oh
4: i have names for them there's oh, yeah. baldy blondie sleepy <laughs> um creepy, creepy um sobby or whiny and then the other two who i didn't oh daddy is one of them and then the other one who wasn't who worth skull. naming i
3: love and, how, how i daddy know the... everyone you were talking about actually <laughs> i i
1: can't i i have no nope. i have no,
0: like, no clue oh, yes could, Sweetie, could we that... could we go by actor name
1: I Wait, don't Funky, know what were you going to say, though? Are... Funky was going to make a point me before neither. all the names
3: sorry, came sorry. out. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yes. Before... That's
0: Brunner and Steve McQueen. We're all before going I only
1: wild
2: <laughs> already
3: on this episode. When when Baldy and Blondie were, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> were standing up to the guy, the people who were racist or whatever, they were so racist they wouldn't even let the guy be buried in the same ground. That was wild to me. I was like, dang, you guys are racist, racist. But they actually went out of their way to be like, okay, if that's – if you just don't have a driver, like I'll drive this shit for you. Like I will like guard it for you as well. So I thought that was sweet. And I thought that moment was really nice. And yeah, like Adam said, I haven't seen too, too many Westerns, but I am off put. It it just feels like a celebration of whiteness. And like, I don't know, kind of like hiding the horrible things that happened to in in those times and also glorifying, as you guys said earlier, Mm -hmm. uh, the, shiny parts of it but yeah this one i I feel like did a good job of not uh veering too into that um it was actually like a nice movie and i I liked how everyone came together it wasn't just about the seven it was about the whole community and them working together and learning skills to actually fight back and defend themselves against people who just want to fuck with them i will say like
4: based what seb was saying about how it's kind of like a liberal racism which I get because it does make this statement at the beginning but as Seb pointed out many of the Mexican characters were played by like you know non-Mexican actors some in like the most ridiculous like offensive ways that it's kind of is that liberal idea of like we are going to make a statement but then the actual making of this is like not actually in lined with whatever we're like does that make
1: sense
3: yeah yeah like not fully thinking it all out just being like okay we did something good that's it we don't have to analyze any other parts (laughs) (laughs) but chico is
1: played by a german man (laughs) oh
3: was there wait was was
1: there (laughs) was there was this a co-production because there's so many like european like actors like there's like three german people in this and then like a polish person and also, then, no one's the, accents were consistent with anything.
0: Well, they're in the, I, the I, Wild I, West, West, sounded
1: so German. He just sounded German.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's awful, and we'll get to him. I feel like I should should have looked it up as to where they shot it. But famously, a lot of uh, Westerns was, were shot in Italy. Uh, it was shot in. Westerns.
1: It was mm. shot in Mexico. It said at the beginning. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Or if I understood that correctly, it said shot on location in whatever.
0: Yeah, maybe they were European backers or something. I just want to get back uh to the the scene talking about where they um insist that the Native American man be buried in the same cemetery and they fight for that. That I think is exactly uh the movie in a nutshell. It's like we're not one of those bad westerns. These are really great guys. But I still think it is a white savior movie. It's like a team of white guys who have come to the helpless uh Mexican town. Yeah. Uh and show them how to fight and whatever. Um, Completely and defenseless town. Too young to ever like really dislike it, I still think it's great, uh, but that's a massive problem. There's,
2: a, I mean, Bernardo's trying to make the point at the end that the villagers have always been the real heroes because, like, they they don't rely on just violence and they don't really know yeah. where their life's going to take them, and so I feel like they're trying to make some point uh, that's counter to the white savior narrative but yeah I, I still couldn't shake the idea that like these these defenseless mexican folks <laughs> call upon the skillful white americans to come in and like teach them how to save their village and Ooh. and whatever mm-hmm. but i i suppose it does um counteract that a little bit at the end it pays at least lip service to the idea that that's not necessarily the narrative well, it's also
1: just like weird how they got to that point because originally they were like going to talk to like the old like wise man or whoever who lived in the hills outside of the village and they're like oh like what should like what should we do to defend ourselves whatever or like what should we do to like protect our village and he's like you have to get guns and fight them and it's like it's like weird because they threw out like when they were talking at the beginning all these other options where they were like we could just like I don't know like ask him to give us more like hide some of it somewhere else and all these other like strategies so it's like obviously these people are like capable of doing stuff but then their like solution is just like get other people to come in and it wasn't like it might have made like more sense like in the like film to be like get other people to come help protect you because you've already sacrificed so much by doing all this work that you like don't need to bury bear- like you shouldn't have to deserve to bear that burden too but that like wasn't the message of it
0: yeah there's a little bit in there of that as as adam said there's a a, like as the movie goes on the gunmen become more and more enamored with the villagers and their their way of life and uh envious even of like the people who uh you know live peaceful lives and whatever i still think it pushes them being helpless too much
4: yeah Yeah. Um, It, it kind of like it's almost like say showing like this village And all of its men, which I feel like this was such a big thing with old movies, was, like, anytime you did have, like, men of color, it was... You were trying to, like, emasculate them as much as possible. And so it does feel a bit like, oh, well, we're white guys, so we're the ones who can do this, so we gotta do it. And, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, yeah.
3: Yeah, I hear that. And, like, during that scene when the, the older guy's, like, yeah, you guys... I don't know how to tell you this, but you're gonna have to fight like yourselves. I was like, "Oh, this is very interesting." I thought it was gonna be, I thought those three people from the village were gonna be three out of the seven, mm-hmm. like uh, magnificent guys. Because I was like, "Okay, like <laughs> they're gonna have to learn how to how to do this," but they were none of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. which, and they were just the spectators. only like
4: allegedly Mexican character who is part of the seven, Chico, played by a German man. Is like I feel like made to be so silly and like take on all these kind of like unmasculine traits amongst all these super like cool like macho cowboy dudes or whatever. Which guy was that? Chico's the young one that like keeps having these
3: weird breakdowns.
1: Gosh,
3: he's so weird. He's he's the worst.
1: (laughs) He's the one who's like I call him whiny. He gets his pants all soggy in that, like, when he's catching fish, and I'm like, your pants are not going to dry out for days, sir, yeah. that is, like, thick, like, cotton, like, weave.
0: <laughs> Yuck. Adam, did you have something on Chico? Is he not actually German?
2: No, I got, I, I thought you said Bernardo.
0: Oh, okay. Is Could that... we go?
1: Bernardo's yeah. also, like, isn't he half and half?
2: Yeah, he's Who's mixed.
1: Bernardo?
0: Oh, right, right, he is. Bernardo's I the one
1: that all the little kids love.
2: He's mixed in the movie oh, and in real life. Whoa. And in real life? <laughs> yeah, the actor is in... as well.
0: Bronson? Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Bronson's mixed Latino? Yeah,
1: no, I'm pretty he's... sure.
2: Wait, let me look it up. No,
1: he's Polish, isn't he? He changed his last name to Bronson from something.
2: He's also... Um, he could be Polish. Action Bronson's grandpa.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, I was thinking, could we go one by one on The Seven and talk about each of them? I know yes. there's maybe not much to say on one this of them. This will but... be
4: like a two-minute <laughs> conversation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh you're right, he's totally not Latin. Yeah. <laughs> At least not not that I see here. It was wishful okay, thinking on the like movie's Marky part. Mark,
0: right? <laughs> I think the character is. But the, the character, no, the character
4: is.
2: is. Yeah. The character is, is like. Charles like Bronson a, a serial killer?
0: <laughs> Charles <laughs> M- Are you is, oh, it was a joke. Sorry. Uh should we start with Chico? We have more on Chico? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Can we all say
2: our names first? I don't think we ever introduced ourselves. Oh damn oh damn
3: <laughs> 30 minutes in oh my <laughs> guys hi i'm nara i'm not nara i'm funky i'm
4: not nara i'm not funky i'm hannah
3: <laughs> and adam oh. left adam has disappeared <laughs> adam left the call
1: <laughs> oh adam's back
0: adam hey, I'm how adam. are you <laughs> i'm seb i've been told that uh adam and i's voices sound similar yeah, my dad
1: I said that. I don't
3: think that's true. then no, my voice doesn't sound like seven at all.
1: <laughs> no, my dad like said that, said. but I think it's fake.
3: <laughs> Someone said we all sounded the same, right? And I'm like, <laughs> we don't.
1: <laughs> I literally I like don't think we need a
0: baritone. We... we need a like,
3: yeah. Something yeah, okay. I could put, you put, put a, a, put a voice.
4: I talk like a baby.
0: <laughs> Is that Charles Bronson? I heard. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh my no god. Lie. My friend was doing a Christian Bale impression all night for two nights <laughs> in a row. And he thought it was so funny. <laughs> Christian Bale as as Batman. Um, he was not a good one. <laughs> but I'm recovering. I'm Batman!
2: <laughs>
3: that's how he sounds, right? <laughs> okay, but Chico. That's the guy's name? Chico. Yes. That guy... I liked him at the start, but after the hand clapping, he went downhill quite quickly.
0: The perfect First, storm of a terrible
3: character. Actually. Yeah. First of all, terrible. I didn't even know why he was so scared of the hand clapping. I was like, dude, just do it. I mean, what is it? I, well, I think I, he knew he couldn't <laughs> do
0: it, and so he felt inadequate.
3: Okay, but I mean... Should, I, do you want I, to
0: explain the, the hand clapping?
3: Okay, so in a sequence, which is pretty cool, where he, uh, Baldy was gathering <laughs> together crew and testing them in a bar just like with random little things um he was he was clapping and he was like all right keep clapping to uh chico and chico's clapping and then one of the claps he put his gun right in between the claps
0: um, like you so fast that yeah that was in. pretty sick
3: yeah but i don't know the, the thing about that was i didn't know that was a flex and it took me a second <laughs> to realize like, that was a cool thing to do and then i was like Yeah, I finally got to the conclusion said what you said, that he didn't feel adequate, but I was just like, oh, that feels kind of weird that he was so, he took it so deeply, even enough to come back and embarrass himself more uh, at the bar. That meltdown is
0: awful.
3: Yeah, that was a weird scene to watch. And I don't know, you see that everyone's silence and just like, I don't know, body language explaining how they feel in those situations, because they are silent uh, men for the most part it was interesting to see them handle him throughout the whole journey. Cause like he would have outbursts and stuff, but they would just be like, oh boy. And like take their hat off <laughs> and look down or some of them, uh, you could just feel how embarrassed they were. Um,
1: I like I when the, he was like following them and the guy was like just turning around the entire time, like watching him. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That scene I think is pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I was just like, that's
4: funny. <laughs> Seb, who would you cast in as your modern Chico?
0: Um, I'm gonna hopefully pepper in some more Latinx people, so it's not just one, because that's weird. Um, but if it's like Chico as he appears on screen, my choice would be Diego Luna from itamama Mama and Rogue one, star uh, and Rogan. Oh, Diego Luna rules! And uh, my dad's favorite movie, *Rudo y Curso*. Dad, if you're listening, um,
2: is Chico. Is Chico the one who uh, goes to the is like all, to all the villagers? He's like, why are you scared of
3: us? Yeah. He's the one yeah, who's
2: <laughs> scared of us. He's Such am a I dick. scary? <laughs> am I scary to you?
1: Yeah, he's the one who like, takes that woman you from you the are. river. <laughs> yeah, he also like hates women, I think. Yeah, like Hannah said. Oh, so. absolutely. That, that romance is so wild. I'm like, why is this in the movie? I did not, like, understand the necessity of it in the movie. Do you want to take us through
0: it, the the storyline?
1: I don't even... Okay, (laughs) disclaimer. I said this in my Letterboxd review, but as I was watching the movie, I couldn't understand half of what was being said. Like, I heard it all, but it was, like, white noise and didn't mean anything to me. Yeah. So I... Had to just go off of pictures mostly and like only Yule brunner's lines because he's the only one I could understand. I'm
3: Guys, so use you subtitles. You're... They're so useful. Yeah, you're
2: missing
1: the
0: dialogue in this is great.
1: I'm so surprised I you couldn't hear find... was so hard to. I, I thought these were fun. I just couldn't kind of understand said the same
3: it. Thing. It's mixed I... weird, I think. Yeah. I just
1: couldn't understand half the lines. It's like they were mic'd too really? close or something. So it was like I couldn't under Like the like tone, huh. I just couldn't get in my head. um Also, I couldn't find a version with subtitles.
0: Mm. so the dialogue in this i think is fantastic i'm gonna pepper my favorite lines throughout this episode and attempt to slowly take it over here's one that i like calvera says about the villagers if god did w- not want them sheared he would not have made them sheep
3: damn mm. what Oh, the i hell?
1: understood his lines Pretty i could cool. hear his lines too i could hear his lines yule's lines great villain. um i could hear the old dude the old man's lines
0: it is a cast of mumblers there's um. a lot of mumblers
1: <laughs> but it's like most of the most of the like cowboys i could not understand the villagers i could understand okay but the, the cowboys i was like what is
4: happening also did baldy
1: have a french accent he's, he's, he's russian ca- he's cajun okay oh was he supposed to have a french accent yeah. no yeah. He, he's
0: cajun in the movie too um
1: okay because he's, he's, he's harry russian, Paulson, a, he's russian cajun american
0: bastard
4: but Cajun, isn't that French? Yeah. Yeah, so he has a French-ish accent. Yeah.
2: Can I say uh, something that I wanted to pepper into the episode?
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. Bleh.
2: Check this out. The magnificent Sebby. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted Thank to pepper you. that in. I might say it a couple more times. <laughs> you like that, so Hell
1: yeah.
2: Yes, I like that. Can okay. I say one last Chico thing? Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, or
0: we can, I feel like Chico is like the one maybe we have the most to say about uh i only noticed it this time subtextually chico's arc is that he is a mexican villager who tries to be a cowboy fails and then ends up back in the village where he belongs
3: yeah so ah! <laughs>
1: basically yeah
3: yeah
0: yeah
1: i hate that that's tragic
0: i think there's something there in that he's uh you know younger and he wants to prove himself there's an equivalent character in the seven samurai who's very uh, interesting and like dignified <laughs> um And Chico is not. But I think there's something interesting about that. But the movie makes him so unlikable and whiny. And, like, um, the performance is so bad that you just end up hating him.
1: Well, it's also, like, that thing where it's, like, of the, like, Mexican people in their troop where it's him and then the, like, mixed dude. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, like, oh, you're only allowed to, like, it's, like, invalidating, like, that identity even more. Being, like, if you're not somewhat white or have a semblance to like whiteness then you can't attain this like greatness or like attain this like lifestyle outside of like what you are born into Mm
0: -hmm. if he was pretty much any of the other ones if any of the other ones except maybe Robert Vaughn was uh Mexican then I think it would fare a lot better
1: who's Robert Vaughn
0: Robert Vaughn is like the guy who has like lost his nerve and then doesn't do anything and then dies. Is he the <laughs> one with the waistcoat?
1: He's the one with the waistcoat? Yeah, yeah. How okay. okay. is has creepy. He has a I thought he it was like so funny. I kind of liked him. I thought, I thought he was so funny because he just had his like little waistcoat and like bow and his little gloves all the time. Yeah. And I was really expecting when he took off his gloves to be like missing a finger or something and being like, ah, oh, that's why he's freaked out because he like lost his hand or something. But no, he's yes. Like,
3: I also mean, thought he was going to do something next? very cool. Yeah, let's talk about him.
2: He creepy. Uh, sorry. He felt he felt like um uh, like if Chico's the like young guy who wants to prove himself, then this guy is like the old guy who was once good and now that he's not as good, uh, he's just given up entirely. That's him, right? That's who we're talking about? The guy with the flies? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I thought yeah. that was cool. The like they, they felt like they were at like uh two ends of the spectrum of like still wanting to prove themselves and wanting to, you know, be a part of this group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah.
3: It was a really interesting character to see him so, I don't know, shattered. Whenever yeah. he's doing such cool th- such cool stuff with their guns and stuff. And he never really has a chance. Um, but you do think that, I don't know, the whole time I was like, okay, he's going to do something really cool and then die. But he doesn't really. Like, he just gets shot He takes right out away. a whole room. <laughs> He takes okay. out a
0: whole room at one point and it's like, "Oh, I, I guess he's cured of his fear." Okay. But then that's he
1: good. like gets that like really he dies awkward right <laughs> awkward death where he's like ah! <laughs> He's like <laughs> leaning on the wall and then like falls down it really slowly. <laughs> I'm dying.
0: He has, he has a very 60s death. Um here's what I think about him. I think he's like one tweak away from being like a great character. Um where he plays like he has like PTSD or something, but they yes. don't like kind of explicitly go there and i think they could like they well, could the be like
1: at the beginning they like mentioned that he's like on the run or something which is why it, he has to pay so much money for his room mm-hmm.
0: yeah but that has nothing to do with him losing his nerve like it seems like he was just killing people and then all of a sudden he's scared of it True. or like and, and if he was pacifistic that'd be interesting too like there's so many directions they can go but it just feels so vague like, well what it would have
1: do. brought another layer to the story but it would have been interesting if they like this is, like, more of, like, a modern day, like, what they might do with it. But if they were, like, lent, like, leaned into that, like, idea that he was, like, on the run from something from, like, a job gone wrong, and then that ends up following him to the, like, village, and then it's, like, a sub-story, instead of having the weird romantic subplot, they do that as a subplot.
0: Yeah, or he could be betrayed them in some way or something. He just doesn't yeah. really get to do anything.
1: He gets to catch those flies.
2: That scene is good.
0: Do yeah. you want to explain that scene?
2: Why, because you know that I love it? Yeah, you wow. you proud about? You read my mind. <laughs> Wait a second, get out of my head. <laughs> I think, Where you know what Seb I want to pepper in right now? The you know, Magnificent Sebi, you can read my mind.
0: For the record, Hannah has For given the and was doing her makeup while we were talking.
4: For the record, <laughs> I didn't take my Adderall today and runner. it helps me listen better if I'm doing something with my hands while I listen. So I'm not. Be- I'm sorry if it seems rude in optics, but I'm listening f- fully. Speaking well, it of
2: doing, make,
0: it doesn't sound rude on audio, oh. and you made me sound rude.
2: Speaking of oh, doing I'm things watching. with hands,
4: what? I'm sorry, Seb. No, speaking I, of no, doing I'm things sorry.
2: with hands, okay. this old man is sitting at a bar
1: table, <laughs> and there's like older three than flies
2: <laughs> He's on the ancient. table right?
1: (laughs) He is like a really old man. He's like
2: 89 years old. So anyway, this this million year old man takes his hand. He spots the three flies and he goes, watch, and he catches one of the flies. And the person who's with him goes, wow, that's really impressive. And he says, I used to be able to catch all three.
1: And then he dies. How's that Heals over? How's that a scene?
2: That was really good. How's that for a scene?
1: Pretty
0: That's, good. It's just more.
2: It's just more crackling dialogue. You know. Yeah. There's some more great stuff. Great dialogue. I'm, you think it's like, oh, this is like a really impressive thing, but for him, he's got such high expectations of himself that even that is a disappointment. It reminds me of the first oh, scene in Gemini Man.
0: Oh my god.
2: <laughs> what? What?
0: <laughs> what a pull.
2: <laughs> in which Will Smith. He's really far away, and he's shooting at a train, right? The train's passing by really quickly, and he's got to snipe down someone in the train, and he shoots, he hits the person in the head, and then later a person's like, hey, that was a really good shot, and he was like, I was aiming at his neck, one inch off, I would have killed the person beside him. I've lost it, I gotta retire.
1: That's Damn. like the line in this movie that's played for comedy yes. where, where they're like, oh, that was such a great shot when he like, shoots some like the bandit on, the, on horse. the horse in the distance and he's like, nah, I was trying to aim for the horse. Oh,
0: yeah, that was great. That can was we do after. that guy next?
3: Yes, can we talk about Sleepy? That's Sleepy, right?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
3: this, is, this is my
4: favorite dude. Favorite. Favorite. Seb, wait, first, who would you cast as creepy?
0: Um, I don't know. There's no one as cool as James Coburn alive now, I think.
3: Um, Adam Sandler? potentially <laughs> game of night Wait, Netflix. as creepy? <laughs> as creepy. Not sleepy.
2: John Cho.
0: Oh, as creepy? Yes.
4: As sleepy, I would cast Adam Driver, but not creepy. Mm, creepy, I would cast Ted Cruz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, think Ben
4: Affleck. Ben I don't Affleck. think
2: John Cho is creepy at all, but I think that he could do the old guy thing who is like oh, right. now, you know, even lost. though he's ageless. He does yeah. look pretty young still.
4: I guess so. But he do a, a great
2: job. He I feel like John job. Cho would be really yeah. good as like the I guess he's not like super grizzled in this movie, but just the idea that like we still think that this guy is pretty talented, but he just mm-hmm. has uh completely lost his self-esteem. I think that John Cho could pull that off. I also think Zhang he's Cho's just a really good actor. Thank That's you. It's a great picture. Thank there's you. There's one
3: sh- There's one shot um after what's it called? This guy keeps challenging Sleepy. He's like, "Wake up, Sleepy." Get- oh, is
1: Sleepy the guy who like
3: does throws the, the knife? knife. Yeah. yeah okay.
0: I'm my so favorite
3: dude. He's like way better at throwing a knife. I didn't even know what challenge they were doing. But he's I just faster to
0: <laughs> throw the knife than even a bullet.
3: Then even okay, that was his thing. Yeah. He was so fast he won, but he throws a knife into this guy's heart immediately before the guy <laughs> even gets his gun out. I was like, oh my gosh. Like
2: No, I, I but know he's provoked. The... That's my favorite
3: scene in the movie. He is. No, he, I... Rightfully. That so. That is
0: my my favorite character introduction of a character in any film.
3: It's very, very nice. But when they impale him, (laughs) when they impale him, he falls down and everyone's like, please don't do this before this. And they all run over to him and like, they're calling him in this way that just looks like a Renaissance painting. It's so beautiful. Oh yeah, true, that's so cool. And they look up and they're like, why did you? And then he just goes back to sleep or whatever. Like what a cool guy. No, no words.
0: But they do the uh, challenge first, like like non-lethally. Like first he just throws the knife into a pole next to the guy but then the guy can't let it go that he lost so he forces him to which is the whole character it's like he's he's the best but he'll only do it if it's like the right if he's provoked yeah. Other choice. yeah which
4: is such a sub type of character <laughs> to love
0: there's not much to this guy but the actor i think is amazing
2: oh he's got such a good presence he's got this like uh what you call it sleepy Mm -hmm. yeah he's he's kind of just like drifting around time and space like he's so talented and we all know the the extent of his capabilities but it's almost that like that talent that he doesn't even feel the need to like prove it which makes Mm -hmm. him even more impressive and admirable because it's just like whoa this guy could pull out this knife thing anytime he wants this guy's got the slickest hands in the business (laughs) and he doesn't even need to show it yeah.
3: Damn. Has, I think these... A... Sorry, oh,
2: Funky.
3: Oh, no, no. Go go ahead.
2: He has my favorite
0: tough guy line in the movie. How does it go? When the, the bandits kick them out of the village, he says, nobody throws me my guns and tells me to run.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice. I think... I don't know. I was watching <laughs> this and I was like, man, Sweet. the Avengers fucking suck. Because um, this is a team. Like This is a team if I've ever seen one. They gathered the coolest dudes or some of the coolest dudes they like, yeah, really? gathered the 20 du-. coolest
1: dudes and then Chico um, <laughs> yeah. But,
3: but yeah we, we have $20 and everyone's like $20? I did this for $1 billion, I did this for $1,000 but then they always come back they turn around and they're like I, I changed my mind I really liked Not how they gathered them. everyone because yeah. I knew there was going to be seven but I was still excited <laughs> when they were getting the seven you
0: can't say they don't put that team together like no, hours. they definitely put a team Seb, together. Seb kept like saying,
4: of it, saying that to great. me throughout the movie, and I was like, I know. That's what I assumed was going to happen. <laughs> the name is Magnificent Seven.
3: There better be seven of them. When I was buying my I, ticket. Like,
4: <laughs> I knew it was going to be a team movie, Seb. I'm not stupid. No,
0: but I mean, like, in this series, there have been movies that I won't name. Where it's you know nebulous? Are they really gathering a team? This movie, they gather the team for half the film. Yo, yo, I've been on your side for this
2: podcast. I've been on your side for this podcast. I I can take. I can make a one eighty. Like I've been trying to defend your favorite movie, but I can go hard if you want me to. Tell how you really really feel.
1: A marching band and a location were assembled. That is a Yeah, thank you,
2: Nara. Thank you. (laughs) You were talking about Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Like Seb, honestly, like if you if you want me to like <laughs> rip your favorite movie, like I can do it. Why do Why do you think I was talking about your movie?
4: <laughs> because <laughs> obviously, it's that of course you tag are. They assemble.
0: Well, that seems to reveal your own insecurities about how much of a team was assembled. Oh, I, I know. Tell them
4: mean. how you really feel. Tell them, Just go out. It all let out it out. all out. Okay. I guess we this found movie the Chico.
3: sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Adam is the Chico now. First sleepy, oh,
3: first.
0: Yeah, who you got for sleepy?
3: I want to go with Zendaya. I think she could kill the role. Wow! Oh, that's cool.
2: That is a cool
3: pick. Tell me, she's done MJ. She's done the quiet type before. I think she could do it. Also,
4: like everyone would simp so hard for Zendaya as sleepy. <laughs> oh, God.
3: it's a free win if you. But have her it would. Movie. But
1: it'd be like another. I think she'd do great. I just wouldn't want her to do the role because it'd just be another role where, where they get her, like, not doing very much and just looking cool. Mm. But she's so good as that. Beautiful. She's so she's good cool. when she's just <laughs> understated and she's like,
4: I can see her get up and just, like, throw the knife at the guy and funk Jen- Funke. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the, that was beautiful. Pi-
2: that's the best. I just that's want a better Zendaya
1: pick. to have I- more diverse roles. That is my personal mm. that, that's a that's a, this imaginary mission, a can
3: we can we get her in the cast then can you recast her as a different well uh, we can give character? that character more of a role
1: that's true yeah, we could write yeah. That yeah. also a better
3: role. uh that's a
2: better pick i uh i was gonna go with lakeith stanfield because i think he's got a oh. similar oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's champ. got
1: yeah.
2: he's got a similar energy heart. as this guy
3: He
2: does. Uh, and he's, and he's like very vastly slim. cool yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, physically they resemble yeah. each other for sure. But I, I just that like guy the quiet, is cool. so
1: lanky. You so yes. lanky.
2: Yes. The he's quiet very coolness. you near and dear to my
0: heart. He's a skinny legend.
1: Ow. <laughs> um, skinny also,
3: are, you,
0: are all of you saying that Zendaya is sleepy? And that yeah. oh <laughs> James is blonde? <laughs> Listen. To the I one think... <laughs> listener who got that.
4: <laughs> Wait, I what? Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: not, it's not worth
4: explaining. <laughs> Wait, why don't get it? <laughs>
0: There was, a, there was a viral video a while back that was really funny where a guy kept walking past the billboards to uh, Smallfoot, the animated yeah smallfoot. movie, and there was oh, a big yeah. one that said Zendaya Michi. is Michi, and he made a video
3: about it. Oh. Gabriel <laughs> Gundacker. Yeah, he's that great. He's so funny.
2: That's so Quite funny. Quite a funny one. <laughs> Did anyone else have a pick for um, Sleepy?
0: Hannah was saying Adam Draper when we were watching. It. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I, I see that. Yeah, I see that. Adam Driver and Llewellyn Davis.
1: <laughs> I, th- I think Adam Driver's too ir- irritating to do that. Like, I think Isn't if you got irritating? Adam Driver... No, I think Adam Driver doesn't have, like, the cool factor that Zendaya and then Adam has. Yeah. yeah, imagine, like, Adam, <laughs> Adam Driver in... Adam Driver's one of the best in...
2: actors in the world.
1: Just...
4: Have you seen Dead Don't <laughs> Die?
1: No. What? Okay, the kind That's I've the seen... one you pick.
4: Well, She's a
1: kind of unbothered
4: films. version I've... of just, like, get... no, okay, maybe not exactly that, but I just know he has this kind of, like, chillness in him that he could, bri- like, I think he'd I've... do a great replication of this original performance.
1: I've only seen 10 films. I've seen all of the Fast and Furious movies and then The Magnificent Seven, so I'm not qualified <laughs> to comment on Adam Driver.
2: I do, like I, a, it... I do like Adam Driver being able to, like, get unhinged at one point, though. I don't know if this character gets that opportunity.
3: He always does that though. He's always unhinged for a second. <laughs> I know, and he's so good at it.
4: I'm just saying, I would I I could totally see him, but I'm kind of obsessed with Zendaya in that role now, and I don't really wanna debate it.
0: We won Great Picks.
4: I'm just simping.
2: <laughs> Why do you keep saying that?
4: <laughs> because I've been watching TikTok for twenty I had really bad insomnia and all I did was watch TikTok.
0: Damn. Oh my gosh. Uh somebody wanna throw out another person? Like I another their uh, names. Another character?
3: Blondie. Blondie, yeah. Oh, I liked oh, his oh. anecdotes. Had a lot. Always had a little story and it related to the situation.
1: I like I like when he did the countdown when they were like getting and then he was just like. I held up oh, six yeah. better, like he did in the movie. <laughs> yeah,
3: I love that. yeah,
0: it's it's so great when he's like how many do we have? And run Runner's like one and then he's like, and he's like he just holds two. up two and it's ah it's
3: so And he awesome. does it again, yeah, with the six fingers or whatever. He um so, I think it's the most motif. modern
0: modern performance in the movie, Steve McQueen. It's like a really classic like movie star thing, he's so charismatic. He has like I think only his jokes land pretty much. Like most other people hear... the jokes are bad.
1: I couldn't hear anything he was saying, I couldn't understand a thing really? he said, but he was great. He was very no. mumbling. Like, no. I could not understand a thing he said. Maybe I could understand, like, 15% of what he said, but he was my, like, favorite character in the movie still.
2: And he's still directing movies to this day. <laughs> what is like, he
1: directing?
2: Like, he just made Widows. <laughs> There's a, a director named Steve McQueen. A <laughs> he just made Widows.
4: He also got reincarnated as a car
1: when he got... by <laughs> oh, <out> Lightning like. <laughs> <McQueen. laughs>
2: Well, that's based off of... Isn't that character name Oh my god, Cars because of Steve be McQueen?
1: The team movie, oh, so. maybe.
0: Any you know, any team movie you watch from the 60s Steve McQueen is in it, and he's the
3: coolest guy. Cars was actually based off of the Seven Samurai. I was reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: you got Rashomon, Lightning McQueen. You got Mater. Cars was actually. You got uh, <laughs> I I the other sorry. ones. Sarge. Oh, wow, I just came up with a great variation on my Roots joke. Okay, so if I'm wearing like a Cars Christmas sweater, I go, oh, you got all joke. of them. Lightning McQueen, Mater, and the rest of them. <laughs> There's Whoever's Sarge, listened to our uh, uh, Dave Chappelle's Block Party episode, that's a good call. Good callback. God. Good callback.
4: <laughs> you don't get to call your own callbacks good.
2: Well,
3: Funky thinks it's good. <laughs> that would hit me in my heart. <laughs> it was such a visual gag when you were explaining it in the Dave Chappelle episode. This is going to be but such I, a fun episode. on to everyone to.
1: knowing
0: who Lightning McQueen
1: and Mater are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Durr.
3: I do think it hits harder than the first joke. Because <laughs> people do. I think Lighting McQueen is notable. It just notable.
0: requires you to be wearing a Quest Cars Quest love, love Not notable. <laughs> Lightning McQueen. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Audience, if you're there, please print out a custom uh, Cars <laughs> shirt. A sweater you wanna, Adam.
1: Do you want a fun Cars anecdote? Ooh, My yes. friend Hannah of valedictorian graduation water bottle fame, which I showed everybody off air, which is just a water bottle with the label replaced with her picture. Um, she is an avid Cars fan. Um, I got her a Cars pillowcase when she moved to California to go to school. Um, I assume she sleeps on it every night. She has a Cars watch. She got a Cars uh, like recorder, like the musical instrument from Party City one time. She loves oh, cars wait. and she's probably ashamed that we don't know more names.
0: Hey, I'll say it, Cars 3 is good.
1: What about 1 and 2? Cars 2 is oh, not very good. Cars 1 3 is really nice. good
2: though. I love nice. that someone loves the first planes? Cars that much. Like that makes <laughs> Guys. me so happy. We gotta get them on the pod to talk about cars. We, we gotta make <laughs> that episode happen. But then
1: we have happen. to watch Cars. <laughs> is Cars not an Assembling the Team movie? No. no it's a
2: not
0: remember. It a- remember. He gets banished to a small town movie.
3: Yeah, it's a redemption tale. Oh, okay. Um, I had an ex that knew every single word to the Cars movies. It was pretty freaky. all of them. Yeah, or the first two. The first two, absolutely most freakiest oh movie Why? watching experience in my life. I don't know. Can
1: we? Can we just do an episode where we're not even on it? We just get the Cars fans. <laughs>
0: You know, I'd worry about us going off track, but literally no one is listening to this. No one is listening to The Magnificent Seven episode. Hey, hey, Please. hey. I know
3: there's a lot. I know there's hey. a lot.
4: Adam has to listen there's when he seven. edits <laughs> this, Seb.
2: Can I ask a question about The Magnificent Seven real quick? Yes. yes. Yeah. I, Like, you've been telling me that you really love this movie for many years, so I always had the association in my head that it was like... Uh, well-respected, like, agreed-upon classic. Is that the case? Like, what's the reputation of this movie? I know you touched on that a little bit. Like, you feel like good it's... Good question, good uh, question. ...gone into the cultural... Like, been remembered in the mm-hmm. cultural sphere. But what's the, like, consensus about this flick? Because I, I went in thinking, like, this is going to be, like... a, I mean, I didn't really expect it to be a masterpiece, but I thought, like, this is going to be a really, really good flick that, like, everyone loves.
0: I think the consensus generally... And this is how I feel about it, so maybe I'm mistaking it. But I've I've heard other people say similar things, that it's a classic, really fun popcorn movie with a cast, uh, like, really amazing cast, a lot of whom went on to to get uh, a lot bigger. Like, it's like, um, I was going to compare it to Ocean's Eleven, but Ocean's Eleven is a lot better than this. Uh, I feel like it's maybe like, um, what's like a recent, like, action movie that's, like, pretty (laughs)
3: well-respected?
0: I feel like I should know this, but I'm like...
3: Uh, John Wick. Yes. Great. Mm. Mm. I feel like it's
0: like that. It's like okay. a certain people who are really into the genre love it. Um, a lot of people liked it when they were kids or whatever. Cause it's like a dad movie. Um, and I think it's it's uh, known to be pretty good. Yeah.
1: Can I say a dad anecdote? This is maybe also why I couldn't hear anything. Dad-ec-do? While I was watching the movie, my I dad came down that. to eat dinner <laughs> while I was... yeah next to me while he's was watching it and he was like eating soup and clinking his spoon in the bowl and then as soon as he finished his <laughs> dinner he got up walked away and then after he's like is this how the movie ends and I was like yeah and he's like okay I just read the Wikipedia article <laughs> I was like did wow. I watch it zero
0: <laughs> out of ten movie watching partner
3: <laughs> I can't believe that you experienced that <laughs> why did he just watch it
2: it's also like such like such a not plot movie so it's no fun to just read like on wikipedia what happens in the movie they defend a village (laughs) i
0: don't know
1: i don't know why he didn't just like stay and watch it with me but he like finished his soup got up left and then came back and he's like oh so it ends like this and i was like yeah how did you know have you watched it?" he's like no i looked it up on wikipedia
3: (laughs) he's like right on i'm going to the other room
0: do we have more to say about McQueen? He's great. I think he's great. I think he, he's a classic second-in-command guy. Like, relating it back to Ocean's Eleven, he's, like, I think a perfect Brad Pitt. He's, like, the second-in-command. That's what I yeah. said. Doesn't, I said they were
4: him and Baldy were, like, Clooney and Pitt. Yeah, but I first love- you
0: said he was Baldy was Clooney, which doesn't track to me.
1: Yeah, it does. Young Clooney, definitely. I love <laughs> movies where there's like that, where there's like a team doing something, how it's like the two in command and then all the other guys.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I think he doesn't have like an arc or anything, but he's like slightly more interesting than the first guy in command, which I think is actually good. Um, really? You I think that's
1: important so? for the second in command. I think the second in command has to be more important, like more interesting than the first. More fun in to watch, I think.
2: Oh, I feel like the main guy is so much more fun to watch. In this, yeah, Yule? really. Yeah,
0: I think they're
1: not. I think they're only fun to watch together, in my personal yeah. opinion. I don't think they're fun to watch individually.
3: Cause they are boring dudes. They're pretty quiet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, aside yeah. from their actions and stuff, like just me, like moment to moment, they're just quiet sitting.
1: I also like how they. I think maybe because I couldn't hear, but they i assume from at the beginning when he rides shotgun um on the horse oh, yeah they didn't they didn't know each other right like they just formed that no. connection yeah i thought that was interesting how it's like they didn't know each other and then he just falls into this like second in command position
0: and it's a great visual of that he's like literally riding shotgun with a shotgun it's like yeah. this is the second oh. guy yeah I, is I that never where that
1: term that. comes from that's what i was thinking but i didn't look it up i oh, don't oh.
0: Well, I imagine at some point it referred to someone having a shotgun.
3: Probably on you coaches. Yeah, the seat
4: I guess. where you sit in Probably the shotgun this movie. like
3: Yeah, like the shotgun spot and make sure. Oh, um couple things. I actually have to leave soon. <gasps> um yeah, just got a message, but uh I'm I'm still here for like a little bit more if we could wrap soon or if I could s- s- step out earlier, I guess. Can we zoom um, through the seven real quick? Yeah, of course. What time uh, gotta, do what We, we a... got to go. Um, at like 610.
1: Okay. 15. Uh, I think that's enough time to go through the rest.
3: Okay,
2: Do we have a replacement McQueen? Rosie Perez.
1: You like Gosling.
4: Yeah, I think think Gosling is the
0: successor to to Steve McQueen. Hmm.
4: But I think Channing Tatum would be great too. Wow,
3: Gosling is a really good choice, actually. Channing would be
0: perfect for this kind of movie. Like if they, well, I guess they
4: did remake it now.
0: But they remade it now, and they put Chris Pratt in this part, and I was like, it should have been good. Are you
3: serious? Yeah, and he's like, Chris Pratt was in the (laughs) remake. Oh, no. Rosie
2: Perez, (laughs) same legend status as Steve McQueen, effortlessly cool all the time, can carry a role on just charisma, which is kind of the case for Steve McQueen in this movie.
0: That's a very outside-the-box choice, and I Hmm. respect it.
2: Yeah, well, you gotta just wait. I got some more outside the box choices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wrote some down.
1: The only actors I know are in the Fast and Furious franchise or in Magnificent Seven.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Vin is gonna be able to make an appearance?
1: Well, I Vin think... can be Yule. They're both bald. Yeah, I
0: think <laughs> Yule was considered to be of kind of the level Vin is. Like, I think yeah, he's considered to cool. be pretty
2: bad. That's a very bad pick.
4: can Blondie be right? like a, the late Paul Walker? Is he?
2: You
4: oh,
0: would it, do, it's it's wow.
3: do a good job. Vin and Paul Walker.
4: <laughs> oh. Sorry,
1: that, oh, okay.
3: The bald That's guy true. in this was in Westworld?
1: Yeah, he was in Westworld.
0: In the Westworld movie, the original movie in the 70s. Oh, yes. oh. Which the show is based on. Oh. He was like the man in black.
1: Oh my no, god, man, he's the man in, in black this. were
2: uh, Will Smith and Tom Brady <laughs> <laughs> Jones.
1: Oh my god, is this secretly linked to Westworld? <laughs> he's wearing black, he is a cow- cowboy. It's I'm, I'm it sure all a simulation!
3: Yeah. This uh this probably takes place in there. In the Westworld, <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: Charles Bronson as Bernardo Riley. Okay. He
3: that was character.
1: the guy
0: who's chopping wood he, at the beginning, oh, he yeah. uh befriends the kids in the village.
1: He's the mixed dude. Yeah. He's Little half mixed, and
0: half. Which I only noticed in this viewing. <laughs>
3: really? I, I picked like up on that. Defining
2: character trait. I did I not know. I did not know, know
1: that. His defining a, character trait was, was that the kids like him.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he's like I'm Mexican and I'm Irish and then he walks away from everyone.
0: I think he has he... maybe the most defined arc in the movie. Like it's like yeah. he's like this super like uh tough guy, traditionally masculine guy and uh he's befriended by the kids and by the end he realizes he he's kind of missed out not being like a family man. And he sacrifices himself for those things.
1: Yeah. Kids. He's probably he him like my favorite performance was um Steve McQueen, but I think that he might be my favorite character what's his name
0: bernard Bernard, bernardo right i think he's (laughs) the most fleshed out for sure
1: i think he's like maybe just because he had the most character might be why he's my favorite character but i also i thought it was like cute his like um back and forth with the little kids
3: he does a lot of lifting for the village like kind of because I guess cowboys are so like, oh, these are cool guys; these are crazy cool hired guns. But he does explain to the kids a lot. He's like, no, the farmers are the cool guys. Like, yeah. these guys are raising a family and like making sure you guys are safe and hiring us for your safety, etc. And I like that that character explained that because it is a genre full of glorifying and stuff. So he was like, no, the everyday guys are cool people. Like, that's who I want to be. Um, yeah, that was very sweet.
2: That that yeah, I I agree. That was what I loved about him. Like, he's the one who uh, has the kind of anti-gun sentiment where he's like, you're more courageous for not holding a gun, which also kind of confused me as, like, just the end of the movie. It seemed like that's the direction we're going, but then it's still kind of cool and courageous to have this giant gunfight at the end. Can we speak on that? I I was just kind of... I wasn't sure why they went back and did fight when it felt like the movie was leading towards this demystification of gun violence and cowboy heroism.
0: Well, this is this is my read, very quickly. Um the end of Seven Samurai as Adam said is like maybe we made a mistake uh defending this village in this way and maybe we just brought violence to it and whatever. Um and I I think both of these movies were made pretty shortly after World War II from two countries that were on a, opposing sides. And I think culturally it makes sense to me that the Japanese film would go oh, we've made a mistake in this big armed conflict that we are just in. And the American film would go, uh, a lot of your friends died and you're traumatized and you can't go back to normal life, but you're a real hero veteran who's coming back, right? Mm. Like, I think that's that's the movie, Um, Mm. you know, for better or for worse. Mm. Um, And I think that's why uh, people latched onto it in this way
1: interesting
2: <sighs> yeah
1: big brain moment
0: this is from seeing the movie like throughout my life so many times my dad uh, i think i think like my dad loves world war ii movies his his dad was in world war ii he was like a medic and i feel like anything that kind of mystifies men or traditional masculinity in that way he kind of latches onto, and it's been passed right. on to me with all the weird contradictions that this movie has as well right like, the villagers kicked them out. They probably shouldn't go back. But, uh, I still like it when they do, you know?
3: I just, I didn't like them being kicked out at all. I was like, really? You're so far into it.
1: See, by that point, I kind of, like, zoned out and wasn't following the story, and I was just being like, ooh, <laughs> fighting.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, the
0: fighting's great.
1: I love the, um, this is kind of off-topic, but I love the, like, 60s, like, blood where it's like yeah. just excessive like like the same thing. Like I like it and I'm more familiar with it from like the Jean Luc Godard movies where he obviously uses it in a different way as like spectacle commenting on films like this where it's like the excessive like red paint, blood and like the big like axe in the back, like people stumbling around with that and like falling on the ground. Um which is like weird choice because it like kind of desensitizes you makes the fighting easier to watch or at least for me compared to a lot of like modern war films where it is like really gory and it is like kind of traumatic um and it is like realistic um but versus this where it just makes it like like where you can like tell it's playing pretend like you can tell it's pretend it's not real nobody's actually hurt
0: yeah, it's meant to be fun, for sure. And yeah. I am having fun when these things happen. When you see these stuntmen dive over the walls, like, for real, in ways that you don't, I think, see as much anymore, or at least you, in your brain you go, maybe it's CGI or whatever. Like, you see people yeah. diving over stuff, horses jumping over walls, people getting knocked off horses. I
3: was so scared for those horses. <laughs> There's one at the end in the last fight, like, they are beating the shit out of a guy and his horse, it looks like. It looks yeah. like the, like... Horses horse is getting fucked up by chairs. It was horrifying.
0: Probably I, was not done at the peak, too.
1: I do also love how the farmers, like, come out and they're just, like, using whatever they have to, like, fight.
3: Yeah.
4: Seb, you know when the devil wears Prada where Anne Hathaway goes through <laughs> and there's that montage to Madonna's Vogue? That's when I'm having fun.
1: <laughs> this, not so much.
0: I, I understand that. It's probably healthier.
1: Was it um, Bernardo who, like, yeah, rolled I... off the roof?
0: Yeah, and it was dope.
1: That was the, <laughs> that, that was a fun part to watch, where he's, like, rolling, like, kind of pathetically off the roof onto the ground. That was sick.
0: Adam, you are going to say something that was going to make me sad?
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. I, yeah, I guess I, I agree with Hannah. Like, I was never really having much fun. Uh, a lot of the fights are cool, but... I wonder if America, like you mentioned these Western movies being very popular. You mentioned these cop, like Western kind of turned into the cop movie, kind of turned into the superhero movie. And it's all the same kind of formula. And I just wonder if America will ever move away from that.
4: Maybe if they make more movies like The Devil Wears Prada. Well, <laughs> where we glorify capitalism instead of violence. That was a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you mean I think that- it's
0: movies that glorify violence or do you mean movies that glorify uh violence in like a fascist uh way where it's kind of the state doing it or
1: well i think i sort of like see all of these as like um like i don't know like violence as a necessity to control kind of Mm -hmm. thing where it's like you don't have control without violence where it's like obviously now in like recent news like violence is being used to retaliate violence because there's no other choice because that's the only thing the oppressor understands um where these films sort of like especially like superhero movies i think it's like we're using like they use violence and they're like this is noble violence but it's like
0: to restore order and stuff to restore order and Mm -hmm.
1: restore like the norm they're not using violence to dismantle systems they're using it to just like restore like the system that the oppressor was like creating but just now for like the good guys. Yeah, to reaffirm systems also, of like, power. And also like
4: the idea of like violence and like sac like people sacrificing others for to achieve that like means. Like people even on your like that's the thing with superhero movies, especially the Marvel movies which we've talked about is like you know, there's like these huge sacrifices made on the part of like a non-consenting civilians, yeah. you know, which happens in war it happens in, not so i guess not so much in this movie but the idea that like so many of these guys go into it knowing that they or the men around them are gonna die i guess everything is a metaphor from war I well don't i know. think
1: i think also with like cop movies and like westerns and like superhero movies especially it's like the deaths that you see like the civilians that are like um sacrificed don't have a name and they don't have a face unlike. Mm. like with war movies, it's a little bit. A lot of them are still treat violence kind of weirdly because, like, war is obviously not good in some of a lot of war movies. Um, not a lot, but, like, a good number do glorify war. But there are, like, more so in war movies that acknowledgement that it's, like, the civilians are suffering and we're protect. And, like, even though we, like, are, like, our job as, like, soldiers or whatever is to, like, sacrifice ourselves in that way we have to be aware of, like, our impact on the civilians, whereas, like, superhero movies, like, civilians just don't exist except as an afterthought. Like, the taxpayer dollars do not exist to, like, rebuild the city. Yeah. And, that's kind of inter- uh, I feel
4: like super... Sorry. No, go on. Oh, I just... I feel like modern superhero movies then, I guess, in a way, almost, like, reflect, like, modern warfare, which is the idea of like, you know, the use of drones and collateral damage and
3: yeah for sure
4: um, yeah, all that. Definitely. I mean, I guess I'm really swerving the conversation <laughs> another way, but uh,
1: just an interesting thought. No, can I bring it back I, to this movie? Yeah, can yeah, I just add sorry. one
0: other
2: thing on it real quick? Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I, I agree with everything that you guys said and you, you took the words right out of my mouth uh, and made them even better. And uh, <laughs> I just also want to add like, yeah, I feel like a lot of these movies also prioritize the individual over any kind of, like, collective resistance or collective fight. Like, they're they're often hero's journey movies that, like, embolden one person, most of the time in these movies, a white male, to mm-hmm. see themselves as, like, superior than the common folk and, like, be the savior, tying back to that, like, white savior idea. Um, and I, I feel like that's, like, the narrative of a lot of, like, popular Hollywood cinema and I like a lot of those movies like I'm not ragging like a lot of those movies are some of my favorite movies but I just wonder if America will ever like I, I feel like the superhero movie will just morph into something else that takes the same shape
0: well here here's the version of this movie that they would never make because sure. it's too scary um, sure. it's just about the Mexican village and they lead a revolution against the people who are oppressing them together yeah and they're not yeah. like nameless people who get like gunned down uh, and they don't call in some outside white people to scare off the scary Mexicans like it's like, yeah, the
2: seven come from the village,
0: yeah, or or awesome. it's there's not seven, it's the whole village, you know yeah. like that's what a revolution is, and that's a time where I think violence in in a lot of cases is justified yeah. in defense of like you know uh, oppressed people yeah. um, and uh cool. this movie does fail in that the farmers that we see get gunned down uh we don't know, and we don't care about. It maybe the the big failure can i say one thing i like
2: yeah i think okay oh, yeah. has to go right He said six yeah in a, in a oh yeah. do I you give your wax score oh Gags. yes
3: oh shit my wax <laughs> i dread this moment <laughs> <laughs> i it's all I'll arbitrary <laughs> i feel like it's I, know, I know i know i know but <laughs> i I'm just like I don't want to do it wrong. I think Hmm. This movie was really nice to watch. I liked it. I think mostly I cuz I understood it the whole way through like I had the subtitles and stuff. But how whack was it? I don't know how whack it was. I think in how they handled some things and how they handled I guess uh the white savior narrative was teetering on some stuff where I was like, ugh, I don't know how much I like this, but I did think it was just like a solid movie to watch. I'm going to give it a two.
0: Hmm, hell to yeah. Are we, are we wrapping up or can we talk about a couple more things?
3: No, I feel
2: yeah, I feel like we should keep, I still have a couple of things I want to say, but yeah, I was just pointing that you- out. Cause Funky yeah, said that course. they have to leave.
3: Thank you. Thank you for remembering. Okay. Um, goodbye cowboys <laughs> <laughs> See you nice on nice the range. Cowboy. Howdy.
1: See ya. See ya. Oh my I god, I'm almost you. I'm almost done, Cowboy Bebop. Oh,
0: it's so good. Oh
3: my gosh. Wait, we talk about this later. I have right, the movie wait,
1: if you want to borrow it. It's awesome. Oh hell yeah, thank you.
0: Peace. bye Uh we didn't finish the seven. I want to do that super so quick. We
2: also didn't cast um the main person. We were just talking about him. What's his name again? Baldy?
1: Yule Brenner? Yule Brenner.
2: Yeah. I think
0: his name is Chris in the movie.
1: Chris, yeah, bulky. yeah, they're really
2: boring names.
1: Wait, we didn't cast. We didn't cast a man who like rolls off the roof either.
0: Wait, is Adam frozen? Oh no. Okay. I'm back. Oh, I have a pick for Bronson. Uh, what's,
1: your, what's your pick for Bronson?
0: Dave Batista. Oh, that's great. Hell yeah! When, when you be, like, you see him with those kids, you just melt.
2: Oh, Dave Batista's such a good pick.
1: Hell yeah. That's it. Moving on to Yule Brenner.
2: Um, Brent Butt.
0: You <laughs> 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 could have asked uh, me two thousand times what you would say, and I would not have
2: even gotten close. <laughs> 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 no, I was thinking um Sandra O. Oh. Okay.
0: So
2: you could do The anything. coolest person. So confident. That's my whole defense.
0: Damn. Yeah. Hannah, what do you think for Baldi?
2: Maybe Ice Cube.
0: Yeah, Ice Cube would do a good job.
2: Um I think Well Ice Cube I th- I- Oh yeah. Oh that's a good pick. It's not really for Maybe that d- part, I would say. One of the Maybe other Danny DeVito.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Wait, Maybe Dame Helen. Helen Mirren <laughs> <laughs> we're just throwing names out yeah
2: I was just naming some of my favorite actors I, they didn't match at all <laughs> uh, although I did for the record Brent Butt not one of my favorite actors um, but I do like Corner Gas uh,
0: there's one more guy
2: who I think Does anyone? that's remember? the guy
1: who's obsessed with the gold He's obsessed yeah the guy with, like, who wants
2: the gold
1: robbing the Greed. resources
2: oh greedy that's good <laughs>
0: Um, oh nice. I think this is the only case in the movie where the character is actually not that bad but the actor is doing nothing. Like nothing interesting.
1: He's alright. The uh, most interesting thing about fine. him is his death. I'm kind of, I was kind of confused about him. Like who is he? He just like seems to know Yul Brenner?
2: Yeah. Yeah, he's like a guy like cuz he comes in pretty early on and signs on as part of the team and Yul Brenner says that there's no gold that they're gonna be getting or there's no gold in this area or anything, but he's still obsessed with the idea that there must be gold out there. So the whole time that he is like fighting, So is this man's entire village?
1: like
0: I think the, the arc is great. Like the on paper the the part is great. He like it's it's a joke at first. He thinks that there's uh you know, there must be some reason why they're all doing this. No one would do like this crazy thing for like this small amount of money right and then slowly he realizes that there is no other money and there is no gold or whatever and he leaves and then he comes back and redeems himself and as he's dying yo brenner tells him there really was gold and it's great
1: oh amazing yeah
0: but the, but yeah, i think it kind of falls flat in the movie because the guy is just, just like some middle-aged guy he's like yeah, he's not
2: just, not, just it, yeah, some dude. Not much presence
1: well not not to be rude to all these actors in this movie but most of these dudes are just some dude yeah, yeah really a lot of
2: them have, look
4: the same to me. A lot of them talking presence. about them, like, I, think.
2: I, I would say, like the the main two guys. Um, I don't think that those characters have a lot going on, but I think that the actors are so yeah, magnetic that, like, mm-hmm. I, I I have a good time watching them, and I feel like there's more to them. Um, James Coburn, I think, is
0: great. Bronson, I think, does a pretty good job.
2: Who's James Coburn? Which
0: who's uh, he's uh, sleepy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's great. Um, I think Robert Vaughn is doing his best. I don't think the character <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's at least distinct. The guy with the flies.
1: The guy with, yeah. the, with the waistcoat.
0: Uh, I think Chico's awful, and I, I think I don't this guy's know. kind of bad.
1: I don't know why they gave Chico so much screen time and so much <laughs> story, but didn't give <laughs> any to, like, a better actor
3: yeah, or, like, a more,
1: like a less annoying character or like even splitting up their story more equally because this is a two hour movie. Um, I know. How is this a two hour
2: movie? Honestly, maybe they, maybe they thought Chico was the audience surrogate. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Yeah. Cause he's kind of like, maybe. he's kind of the outsider, the new, the newbie who wants to find his place in the group.
0: I think he should have a lot of story. I think the actor is mostly the problem and all the racist stuff. Yeah yeah can i say something on that yes we all know seb is half chile
1: yes
0: so i get to say this even though i only bring it up when it's politically convenient for me and it has never resulted in any actual racism or oppression to me as far as i know but i give eli Wallach a pass for his his uh, performance as calvera i think he's really good and oh, i think he, oh, yeah. he's the villain and even oh, as yeah. the villain uh you know you'd expect him to really go all out with it in some way and seem like inhuman but the whole time i think when you're watching him you're like this is a real guy it's a guy yeah. who sucks but he's like a real person and he's doing his best to do like a respectful like accent and everything i think he does a pretty good job considering so he's a he's a white guy from new york
2: our yeah. uh our friend uh, and friend of Insomniac Film Festival, Nick White wrote in his letterbox review something interesting, because in Seven Samurai, there's no real like, face to the villain. It's kind of this like collective group of like bandits. Uh, and this, it feels a lot more Americanized in that like there is one central villain. He has a very clear face, has a motive, has a personality. And it's about, like, fighting and conquering this one very distinct villain, which I think, um, yeah, points to what you mentioned earlier, Seb, in terms of, like, the Americanization of this story. How do you adapt it for, like, the culture of America? Mm -hmm. I think that's a very clear example. Just wanted to shout that out. Nick White, smart uh, guy.
0: It's it's a great observation. And I, I do think he is a fun character. I love when he dies he dies uh, asking them why they did it and he dies before he can get an answer because he couldn't possibly understand that i think is the idea yeah Yeah. they would do something so
1: i also liked the like the sort of like foiling of like the group of bandits and the like cowboys almost um where it's like even though he doesn't really have like he has a second in command who like gets a little bit of screen time like more so than the other bandits but it's sort of like their attempt at that and then their attempt like when um chico comes back and he's like oh they're all starving too like that's why they're doing this like this like there is an attempt to sort of like humanize them almost or like create that empathy um uh but it still like isn't doesn't really achieve much it doesn't make them like that developed like the struggle between good and bad but it like does add a little bit Like more to the story that I thought made it a bit more intriguing than it just being like, oh, these are bad guys. Like giving them like a more of a motive besides just like being greedy. Being like, oh, they actually are humans and need to eat too. Mm Hmm.
0: Mm Hmm. We haven't talked about the fact that we talked about the white savior element, but they're saving this village from all Mexican villains. Yeah. Like every villain in this movie is is Mexican, which I will say very low bar. But I was happy that the one thing uh, in the remake that i really like is that it's like the heroes are super diverse and they were smart enough to make it a white town and all the mm. villains are white mm. um or i think there's a native american villain but there's also a native american guy on the squad so but then they make that, those two characters fight and i'm like uh i don't know about that <laughs>
2: damn but at least yeah, it's that not monolithic kind of yeah um can I say who I think should be the guy who got the gold? Who wants the gold? Oh yeah, I got one. Joe Pantoliano. Uh,
0: <laughs> Joe Pantoliano now? He's like Joe. He's like
2: seventy. Ah, no.
0: I love Joey Pants. But he must be almost seventy now. Though the guy he I was must was be the best old. actor in the world. He's in The Matrix and <laughs> Memento and Bound, and The Fugitive.
2: Bound, 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 bound.
0: Midnight Run. He's in all the best movies, basically. He's in The Sopranos. You might recognize him. It's a short, very excitable.
2: Running movie. scared. He's really good in that.
0: Oh, in the in the other Running scared.
2: Yeah. Decent movie. Oh, he's
0: in the Bad Boys movies. I'll stop listing.
2: Oh yeah. yeah no credit. Apparently, he's really good in the new one. I haven't seen he's it. He's always good.
0: He's, he's always really
2: good. Yeah, and when's he bad? Joey Pants. Never bad.
0: Good best actor to... in the world. No one's good in Daredevil, except Joey Pants. Uh, yeah, okay, so sorry, Joey it. Pants.
2: Yeah, what did you say? It was like 5,000 years old? <laughs> you thought he was Dracula? He's a keeper of the crypt? Come on. My also, pick is... Also,
4: you know, 68 and 70 is pretty close in age. Yeah,
0: but I'm still sorry, Joey Pants what i was gonna say uh is i've this guy's always reminded me of john c riley i think john c riley would, would knock it out oh
2: that's cool i think that's someone cool else film.
0: would do could do something more interesting maybe but just this actor no, Riley's great. Best, john c.
2: best actor in the world oh yeah he's great
1: can i say for the villain if you were to recast it um i think it'd be funny to get a keanu in there <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> keanu in a cowboy movie would be so i
1: d- I don't know if he'd do a good job. I just think it'd be funny to see him A play a villain and B like play a villain in an action like series and B be a cowboy.
2: Totally. Yeah. That's you that's get, a good pick. I was thinking <clears throat> Ronald Reagan. <laughs> 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 kind of a symbolic thing.
1: <laughs> Great choice.
2: Dig him up. Would him you like to explain I was thinking that- Donald Trump. <laughs> Sorry, I'll end that bit. Not not funny. <laughs> oh, this is the the best episode ever. This
1: is <laughs> the best so good. Too bad this no makes... one will hear it. Everybody who's listening, I'm so proud of you. If you've gotten to this point, <laughs>
0: no one is listening. No one. I check the stats. No one listens to the ones I picked.
2: No. I understand on. And
0: I like that.
2: No, no. <laughs> come on, Seb. Don't. People say are that. probably
1: this. You know.
2: If you are People listening, like
1: please send
0: me a message.
2: We should do Seven Samurai, the other one. I mean, um, the Magnificent Seven, the other one. We could also do Seven Samurai. I'm, I, I'd be happy. We to make are a not doing
1: a series of what is it? A Bug's Life? Life is, is that movie? the other one? A
0: Bug's oh. Life is similar. Like they also get work, try and get warriors to save their village, but then it turns out the warriors are circus performers. <laughs> That's like
1: so. It's twist. not the same. Oh yeah, but it's the same case. idea. if They
0: need to defend the village.
1: Oh my god! They could have busted through the like cowboy mythology by being like we're hiring cowboys, but then it's just like those performers from the from the like carnival show. Oh,
2: that's such a good idea!
1: And they're just like sharpshooters, and it's all like performative like stuff. So they're like,
2: we should cut that out of the podcast because I think you just had a million dollar idea for a western movie. (laughs) But that's such a good idea.
0: I think politically, A Bug's Life. I don't think it's the best movie in the world, but I think politically, it's like. it's much more progressive because like they discover the circus people are a fraud. Instead of violence, they all work together to make a big bird to scare away the bandits, right? (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's what we want this movie to be. And the
0: the ants, who are the analogs for the villagers, all collectively work to build something, you know?
4: Every movie is missing a giant bird of people.
2: (laughs) Nara, do you want us to cut out that a million dollar idea? Because that's actually... (laughs) Such if you want
1: idea. to you can i don't know if i will personally pursue it but if somebody wants <laughs> on here wants to pursue that idea i am happy for you to do that oh.
2: i got another million dollar idea we're making a series of it it's official um,
4: the, magnificent the
2: magnificent sebi <laughs>
4: i'm gonna i'm going to recommend we wrap in a bit wait wait, wait don't I, have a, I don't like this your makeup. i have a i have a cast
0: are we distracting you from your makeup
4: No, I just have to go somewhere for some time. I have a recast
1: um, that I just thought of based off of Adam's comment. Just cast Seb as Yule Brenner.
2: Oh, thanks. Oh, wow. The magnificent Sebby is alive. (laughs) There we go. I thought you were going to say cast Sebby as the Ronald Reagan part. And I was like, oh, (laughs) Nara. You You can't say that about (laughs) Sebby.
1: Cast (laughs) Seb. You know what? I want me to be cast as one of the um little little kids who's like obsessed with uh the dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, those kids are pretty cool.
1: Those are my favorite characters in the in the or like my favorite like thing to watch in the film. Yeah, they're very really cute. <laughs> was their dynamic? Uh, also, what? Who were... Yeah, sorry. Was he the one who was like who was the one that was like blowing the like whistle that he made?
2: Yeah,
1: that was him. Okay, okay. He he's the one who all the that's little it, kids want That's walk
0: a to. sweet scene. Yeah. Should we wrap up? Should we do
2: scores? Yeah. Or... Who are we? Who are we taking on our team? Oh, I, I want to my... take.
1: I want to take the three little kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They'd be I
1: good. Um, moral. Sleepy.
0: Yeah, I also want to take sleep.
2: Some... Um. Yeah, I kind of want the three kids too. That's funny.
0: Oh, No, we're split. What if we take Sleepy and one one of the kids? No, you Just
2: can't split One them of up. the kids. That's <laughs> can't messed up. can't split them up. Come on. But
4: you can take three of them?
2: We took <laughs> a whole marching band.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what if Yeah, we can take Sleepy, whatever.
2: Sleepy's not gonna be what fun if, to hang out with.
1: What about yeah, but what about what the if tra- we
2: need a nice drum.
1: What about the traveling salesman at the beginning?
0: Oh, Oh, that's one of my favorite jokes, in the, in the one of my favorite lines is with the traveling salesman when he's talking to the funeral, uh, home director, and the guy's yeah. like, "I view every man the same way as a future potential
1: customer." <laughs> yeah, let's take him. He's great at capitalism.
0: It's just, it's just a great joke. He means everyone's I yeah, not even, I don't,
2: even, I don't even remember this character, but sure, I'll, I'll take him on the team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, sleepy.
2: Okay, what nice, about sleepy? I don't know.
1: You can take Sleepy. Whatever. Whatever. Do you think he's gonna get a, get along with everyone else? He's no.
2: just not gonna
0: say
1: anything. He'll be asleep the whole time, who cares? <laughs> I...
0: Wanna see my impression? Wanna see my
2: impression?
1: No. Oh, oh beautiful. You're so good at it.
0: Say something you... threatening to me.
2: That's not Sleepy, that's Sebby.
1: Hey you. Your Your hat is weird.
2: This is a great bit in an audio medium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you guys would have seen it, it was just like the film. Yeah, it was really funny.
1: <laughs> All right. So um,
2: cool. Wax scores.
1: Yeah. <laughs> two. Hannah? So Funke said a two. Uh, I'm going to say two, two. All right. Twenty-two?
2: That's off the charts. Adam.
4: That's firm enough. Adam. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hannah Adam, Hannah
1: <laughs> Adam,
2: let's play that improv game where we just say each other's names. Two
1: what you say two, two
2: sub
1: <laughs> yeah, damn, I think I know what the score of this might be. Adam, what do you say?, <clears throat> well,
2: uh, I've decided. That any movie that Sebi, Hannah, or Funke bring to the podcast from now on is getting a zero from me. Right. Nara, you weren't on Dave Chappelle's block party, so you, I won't give all uh, my zeros we to. We didn't
0: even give it zeros,
2: did we?
1: Um, Wait, I'm what was I'm giving this,
2: doing? this one a zero. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know what this is going to be.
0: I don't know what I wanted last it to get a low score and not be justified of being on the podcast or, for it to get a high score for being racist. So this is fine.
2: No, you know what? Oh, I guess I'll end my, I'll end my, um, feud. Um, and I'll say, um, yeah, I mean, morally I would say it's high, but I usually reserve my high wax for things that I just think are like really unique I don't like. I don't want to give the respect because I consider a five a lot of respect. Oh my God,
0: this is the longest up.
2: I'm talking about your favorite movie. Okay, <laughs> I'll give it a one.
1: I, um, I'm also gonna give it a two because it's kind of whack that. The sound is weird, and neither me nor Hannah could hear a bunch of stuff. Um, But it's also just kind of conventional for, I guess, like a hero movie. A team heroic movie. It's kind of, you get exactly what you expect you're going to get. Get a bunch of dudes who all have different skill sets coming together to uh, do a job. And then they leave at the end and they are changed because they have learned a lesson from these people or the situation that they had to do the job in.
0: If that's conventional, I never want to see a movie convention. with
1: that many men in it ever again.
0: Come on. That's a good joke. I laughed. Uh, so I thought that was hear. really funny. And it is conventional, but I would like to
1: attend that convention. All right. Do you guys want to know the final, final lock score? Um, oh, d- the final <laughs> score is uh, a whopping one point eight. Wow. Whopping. Um I don't know what the score for block party was, as I was not on that episode.
2: <laughs> it was like two point fifteen or something. Two point twenty five okay. maybe. I don't know.
1: And tag it was, was two point one two five.
2: It was sub 2.5. This is a low
0: scoring series so far. Damn.
1: I feel like we
4: will yeah. never find a whack movie ever again.
2: Because
1: we all I have got different
2: some, ideas of what whack is. I have, sure. I have two that
0: I think everyone will agree are very whack.
1: I have a, I have a potentially whack one that we could do these this series, but I also have my idea for a double header for the next two series that I kind of want to do.
2: Ooh. Do we have any shout outs?
1: I
4: don't. No. Oh, we're dry. Again, my friends said that they should listen, but
2: haven't. Yeah, they should. Some people
0: have told me they listen to more. Oh. But Hell no yeah. New
2: listeners. Hell no. So that's
0: nice, Victoria. So you hey, Victoria.
2: More? Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, if you're listening to this one. I can't you. imagine How
2: why you-, you would at this point. <laughs> <laughs> friggin' worst episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, (laughs) greatest episode of all time. Any day I can talk about this movie, it's a good day. You wanna talk about it tomorrow? Hey. Yeah. (laughs) All right. How did the movie end? Oh, uh go to uh oh. at InsomniacFest uh on Instagram, Insomniac underscore fest, on Twitter, InsomniacFestival.com to learn more about Insomniac Film Festival. Um what else? Thank you to uh Ian Mills for the music and Emma Kudlack for the art. Uh next week we're probably gonna talk about John Tucker Must Die.
0: <laughs> and I just I just wanna say if you're listening to this, it's our listeners who won. People like us, we always lose.
3: then